What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Potter Podcast, where you will find knowledge, resources, and information on everything real estate related. We are happy to have you join us today. And without further ado, let's jump into our topic and discussion for today. Hey guys, what's up? I've got two really good questions to go over with you today. The first one is how many homes should I view before buying one? And then the next question that I'm going to discuss is, is there such thing as the perfect house? Let's dive into that and let's see what we can find out. So check it out, guys. I get asked this question a lot um, and it's how many homes should we view before buying one? Um, and again, this is a question that I don't think can get answered right away. Um, it's something that uh, can sometimes range from the first house that that somebody sees to uh, 12 houses that somebody has to go through before they know um, which one they want to write up on. And so um, it kind of comes down to to you guys, um, especially when you're out there and you're looking for the house. Um, you're the one who really knows what it is that you're looking for, right? Like my job is to try to do everything I can to kind of fit everything into that specific bubble um, and specific requests that you have made for your needs versus your wants and those types of things. But really, it's it's you that makes that decision at the end of the day. So a lot of times um, I work with buyers and I can go look at the first couple of houses and we're writing up an offer because they already know what they're looking for, right? Um, sometimes they've spent you know months looking online and maybe going through a couple open houses and so they kind of get an idea of what it is that they're looking for. And so a lot of times it's it's fairly easy for them to, they go through three or four houses and they're like the fourth or fifth one, they're like, we're ready to write up on this one. This is the, this is it, this is the one. Um, and, and so that's uh, kind of the, the way that it, it usually ends up. Um, so there's no special formula to it. There's no like golden nugget or um, golden number as far as how many houses you go look at. Um, I've got other people, you know, that sometimes we're out looking at 10, 12, 15 houses. Um, a lot of times, not because uh, that's the first house that we've written up on, but it's maybe um, we've written up on three houses already by looking at some of those. And we haven't got any of those offers based off of the market and the price range that we're in. Um, so sometimes it just depends on the situation and it depends on the market and it depends on uh, the loan and it depends on a lot of other things. So um, when you're thinking about the number, don't be thinking about how many houses should we look at before we write up. Think about the question, uh, which is, is this a home that we can see ourselves being in? Um, and if you're married or you're a couple and you're thinking about raising a family someday or if you do have a family, is this a home that we can see ourselves raising our family in? Um, is it a home that we feel comfortable in? Is it a neighborhood that um, we feel safe in? You know, those are the types of things you want to ask yourself and then don't overthink it. It's not one of those things that you need to overthink. It's if you can answer yes to those questions, then it's like, that's eh, probably a good sign you can, you can write up. And uh, a lot of times I joke with people because uh, I get asked this question and I say, you'll just know. And they kind of smile at me and they're like, what do you mean? Um, but then when we find the one, right, they look at me and they're like, you're right. This is it. This is this is home. This is the one we want to go get. Um, and they just know. And so a lot of that is education uh, and information that I do uh, leading my my buyers up to that point um, to kind of help them prepare for that. Um, but a lot of times it's it's them knowing that this is it. This is what we've been waiting for and what we've been waiting to to save up for and pull the trigger on. And that's what we want to do. 
Now I will move into the next question, which is, is there such thing as the perfect house, right? Because some may argue that, well, if this is it and this is the one, then it's the perfect house. Um, here's my point when I'm asking that question and when I'm clarifying, there's no such thing as a perfect house. Okay, I just want to get that out there. And if anybody's ever told you that there is, they're lying. Um, so even if you build a brand new house, um, for example, my wife and I built a house uh, a couple years ago, there's still flaws that we found uh, with the house. There was a, a chip in the steps as you walk up um, the main uh, stairwell to our house, to the front porch. Um, there was some cement that had settled on the sidewalk out in front. Um, there was a couple other things like we got into the house uh, a year later and we've got nails popping through and screws popping through the walls that we had to patch up. Um, so again, there's no such thing as a perfect house. So if you know that going into a search, um, and you know that as you're going out to look at different houses, especially if you're going to look at existing homes, um, you have to keep in mind that there's no such thing as a perfect house. Now there may be houses that have been remodeled and look really nice, but the chances are there's going to be something that comes back on the inspection that you're going to want um, to have looked at or you're going to want to have taken care of. Um, sometimes not, but there's always going to be something on that inspection that comes back um, that's going to show that it's not a perfect house, right? Something's going to get called out. Something's not up to code. Um, but all those things, like I tell people, uh, once you've done this long enough, you go into these homes and you get an inspection report and you talk to your inspector or you look for certain things and you know um, what's normal and you know what needs to um, have someone come take a look at. Um, so it's kind of nice to be able to educate people through that process to say, no, that it's okay. This stuff comes up all the time on reports um, or this is how much it's going to cost to do that because you kind of get a price range in your mind on those things. Um, but again, I just want to, uh, iterate, reiterate here that the, there's no such thing as the perfect house. So if you're someone out there, that's like constantly looking online, nope, this isn't it. Nope, this isn't it. Nope, this isn't it. That's not what I wanted. Like you're not going to find it because it doesn't exist. Um, I hate to be the bearer of bad news there, but you will not find the perfect house. There will always be something that you'll need to do to it, that you'll need to fix up, um, that will pop up, that will show up later. Just trust me um, when you go about looking for that dream home of yours. Um, again, when you find the one that is the one for you, you will know and you will look past some of those flaws or past some of those things or some of those things come up on the inspection. You're like, we don't really care because we know this is where we want to be. And that's the mindset that you want to have going into this. Um, so if you are someone that's thinking about, well, how do we find the perfect house? Just know that it's not possible and it's not realistic to find a perfect house because there's always going to be something wrong with it, even if it's brand new. Um, so with that being said, I hope that challenges you guys to think a little bit um, to also uh, get you guys preparing. If you are someone that's out there that's thinking about purchasing a home uh, in the near future um, and before buying one, now you kind of have an idea of how many you should go look at versus the perfect home and all these other things. So without any more comments or questions you guys may have, you know where to find me. Uh, shoot me some, shoot me some messages. Uh, you can take or contact me, uh, connect with me on social media and we can go that route as well. But with that being said, have a great one. We'll talk to you soon. As always, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Potter Podcast. To learn more about how you can connect with me, check out my website, potterpodcast.com. 
And there you can connect with me on my social media platforms. Until next time, stay hungry, work hard, dream big, and always stay humble. Talk to you soon.